Disclaimer, the views and opinions and content expressed on this podcast is informational only, not a substitute for seeking a medical professional for your medical care and treatment. Well, hello and welcome back again. This is Shafan Holiday, the host of Help Me Holiday podcast. And uh, today I will be covering a topic called trans ischemic attack. This is another topic that involves conditions involving the brain, which is part of this, uh, my new series uh, covering anything associated with, it, associated with the brain any neurological conditions associated with the brain. And this is a common uh, topic that, or a topic, I'm sorry, a common condition that's seen, that we see a lot in the emergency room. Or even in your, uh, in the in the clinic setting, we see a lot of patients con- con- uh, complaining of TIAs, which is a transic ischemic attack. Sometimes it's confused or it can mimic a person having a stroke, but it is uh, once we do a CAT scan and uh, MRIs of the brain, we see that clearly it's not a stroke, but this is a condition that puts you at high risk for strokes. So let's cover trans ischemic attack. Um, My shorter version that we see in the hospital settings, TIA. We keep keep it simple. That's helped me holiday. Let's keep it simple. Anyway, um, let's talk about uh, an overview of TIAs. So TIA is a medical term for neurological symptoms such as weakness or numbness. Once again, these are symptoms. Weakness, numbness, which begins suddenly. They can resolve rapidly and completely and are caused by a temporary lack of blood in the area of the brain. So TIAs are common and they affect at least 240,000 people in the United States yearly. So when I tell you we see this condition in the hospital a lot, we see this condition in the hospital a lot. Uh, Some people call TIAs warning spells because anyone who has a TIA is at high risk for an impending stroke. So as a result, it is important to be aware of the signs and symptoms of TIA and seek medical treatment as soon as possible. And once again, the telltale sign, like I said before, the reason why we're able to distinguish if it's a stroke or not is because of the CAT scans and the MRIs, the imaging studies that we do, which will distinguish for us if you're having a TIA versus a stroke. So let's uh, cover this, uh, this topic. Um, TIAs are episodes in which a person has signs and symptoms of a stroke. Once again, the numbness, inability to speak, that lasts for a short time. Symptoms of TIA usually last between a few minutes and a few hours. A person may have one or many TIAs and they they recover completely from the symptoms of a TIA. Once again, it's a warning sign that you're at high risk for a stroke, which could cause severe impairment. So that's the difference. Immediate treatment can decrease or eliminate this risk. And it's important to get medical help right away if you're thinking you're having a TIA or a stroke. 
But with most TIAs, they result from narrowing, narrowing of the major arteries of, to the brain, such as the carotid arteries. These blood vessels provide oxygenated blood to brain cells. These arteries can become clogged with fatty deposits called plaque. Plaque partially block the artery and can lead to the formation of a blood clot. The blood clot, I'm sorry, the blood clot can narrow further or completely block the artery. Most frequently, a blood clot will detach from the wall of the artery, travel along the bloodstream to smaller branches, and block blood flow to the area of the brain fed by that artery. I described this same scenario when I talked about a stroke. So what we're looking at is the inability of blood to get through these arteries because it's the artery in the brain is narrow. And further causing problems is uh, a clot formation being developed in that vessel of the blood of the brain. So this makes it very, uh, it, it leads, this blockage leads to symptoms. And that's why you see pa patients complaining of having some of these symptoms uh, that I described a second ago. So uh, TIAs can be caused by blood clots that form in, in the heart and travel to the brain. TIAs can also occur as a result of narrowing and closure of small blood vessels deep inside the brain. These vessels are frequently damaged by high blood pressure or diabetes if left untreated throughout a person's lifetime. If an artery remains blocked for more than a few minutes, the brain can become damaged or the tissue in that area can die. So in a, in a TIA, the temporary reduction of blood flow to the brain improves within minutes because you do see that with TIAs, blood flow can get around these blockages. However, in the full-blown stroke, is completely blocked. So the brain is not getting oxygen, neither is it getting blood flow to certain parts of the brain. That's why here lies the difference. So TIAs, if, you, if somebody told you or you've been diagnosed with a TIA, just think this is my wake-up call to make sure I am controlling my blood pressure. I am, con you know, making sure I take my medication for my diabetes, my insulin, my blood sugars are controlled. I am not smoking and, 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 and doing anything that may be putting me at risk. And I, I definitely um, am being monitored on a routine basis, following up with my, my provider so that I know what's happening with my uh, cholesterol levels my blood work being done every year. Okay, so um, let's move on. Um, unlike, uh, unlike a stroke, like I said, TIAs, they can resolve quick, uh, completely. So let's talk about some of the symptoms. Symptoms of TIAs are typically short-lived. They last only a few minutes to hours, and they only occur once or may be recurrent several times uh, throughout the year. Most of the symptoms include hand, face, arm, or leg weakness or numbness. They may have difficulty speaking, garbled speech, slurred speech, or inability to speak at all. They may have blurred vision, double vision, or decre decreased vision in both eyes. 
um, any of these should be investigated. Call 911. Go to the ER. Uh, who's at risk? Uh, what's the risk factors for people with TIAs? Well, anybody greater than the age of 40. <laughs> we said with strokes greater than the age of 50. But I say, you know, age should not be a factor. But the older you are, just know that you're at risk for stroke, TIAs, and any other condition that's out there. Heart and blood vessel disease, atrial fibrillation, carotid stenosis, high blood pressure, smoking, diabetes, high blood cholesterol levels, illegal drug use or heavy alcohol use. Um, surprisingly, recent childbirth can make you have these signs and symptoms of a TIA, having a kid. Um, having had a TIA or a stroke before, sedentary lifestyle, lack of exercise, obesity, and any current or past history of blood clots, okay? And uh, I talked about um, diabetes being uh, a, a risk factor for TIAs because with, blood, bl with your blood glucose levels not being controlled, it puts you at risk. With your, uh, people with hypertension, if the blood pressure is not being controlled, puts you at risk. All right. Um, I think we already talked about um, a diet. Well, let's talk about diagnosis. How do we get this diagnosed? So for anyone who's coming in through the emergency room, once again, we do the whole history, physical, we're asking you your symptoms, how long they've been happening, what, what did you take uh, you know, to help relieve the symptoms, if there was any relief of symptoms. And uh, once you get to the hospital, because if we're thinking that you're having a stroke, and you come into a stroke designated hospital, uh, a medical center like the one I work at, immediately we're doing, uh, we're calling the stroke team in. We're gonna do imaging studies to include a CT scan of the brain or MRI. And as I said before, um, we'll order blood tests on you as well. But the imaging test um, tells the clinician and it shows us the areas that's affected uh, by the brain that's affected by the TIA. So with the blood vessel imaging, this is where the larger blood vessels that supply the brain can um, be seen. Uh, these scans um, that we use are CAT scans. We can do a CTA, which is um, an arteriogram. It's a type of CAT scan, but it's an arteriogram looking at the arteries in the brain. A MRA, once again, it's a MR, this magnetic resonant, uh, resonance looking at the arteries in the brain. It's also, we, we can also do ultrasounds to see if there's blockages in the blood vessels. That's of the legs. Um, occasionally, there's a catheter that have to be inserted through a blood vessel in the growing and threaded up to the blood vessels of the neck where dye is injected to highlight any blockage. This is called a arteriography, but those are determined by the specialist if that's needed. Um, we do an EKG. Once again, the EKG will let us know if you got any underlying irregular heart rhythms, heart rates. We sometimes have to do a halter monitor where this stays on you for, it's a, you know, 
it's a, a heart monitor that stays on about 12 hours, 24 hours, then we can detect if there's any intermittent atrial fibrillation or any type of uh, abnormal heart rhythm that could be causing your symptoms. What's the treatment? So after we've determined that it was a TIA and not a stroke of any kind, we um, basically uh, want to treat your risk factors such, such as your blood pressure being out of control or uh, if you need antiplatelet therapy we may put you on those medications. We may even put you on statin therapy, which is the cholesterol medication, and also anticoagulation therapy, which is your blood thinners like your aspirin and um, your uh, Coumadin, uh, heparin, low molecular weight, Lovenox. You may even have to get revascularization, and that's a procedure to restore blood blood flow by opening up a partial blockage in your artery. So treating the risk factors do improve and decrease your risk of having a stroke. Uh, treatment can significantly reduce risk in the long term. In addition, lifestyle changes, careful management of underlying medical problems can help reduce your risk of future strokes. And depending on your uh, the person's situation, uh, you may have to, uh, you know, be followed closely with the primary provider to help you with things such as uh, treating your cholesterol, helping change up your blood pressure medicine if one isn't working, making sure you're on a, a regimen of uh, insulin therapy where you're managing your blood glucose levels better. The antiplatelet medication therapies that we use, um, um, once again, we have aspirin that we give in combination with Plavix um, or some other type of uh, antiplatelet therapies. It just, just depends on your provider. Um, we also give the um, cholesterol medication uh, and... Uh, Basically, uh, we can give you the anticoagulant therapies, uh, the, the tablets, the blood thinners that we can give that, don't, that you do, do not have to have uh, regular testing and measurement of your bleeding times, which is the Eliquis, uh, Pixaban, and Eliquis are the same, the Prodexa, the Xeralto, those type of drugs. If you need revascularization um, to restore blood flow, to an area of the brain. Once again, this is done by a specialist. Neurology uh, will decide if you follow up with that surgeon and they will determine if all of those therapies are needed. Um, this is a um, pretty much all that you would need to know about TIAs. Um, the best treatment for a TIA is making sure you do whatever you need to do to help lower your risk of having a stroke. So once you get these warning signs, and that's what a TIA is, a warning sign for something bigger to happen, you make sure you're on top of it, okay? So I hope 
once again, this uh, podcast was helpful to you. If you have any questions or you uh, still want to um, are unsure about anything, please follow up with your providers or you can always reach me out on my social media platform. So I thank you for tuning in and hope you uh, this was helpful to you. Take care and uh, be blessed. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Help Me Holiday on our social media platforms or email me with questions at helpmeholiday at gmail.com.